Hey everybody, it's Timmy Gibson here with you for the Timmy Gibson Show. Today's a special episode because I had the opportunity to finally interview a couple uh, women, females, and I'm often accused of only interviewing men. So I uh, had the rare opportunity to uh, have a couple of my really good friends agree to come on the podcast. And so uh, you're going to want to listen to this very, very, very interesting <laughs> podcast. We talk about sex, politics a little bit. We talk about what women want from men. Oh, I, religion, spirituality. We talk about so many things. It's so great. So, uh, yeah, sit back, grab a cigar and a glass of wine and listen to my conversation with my two real good friends, Chelsea and Sammy. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Timmy Gibson here for you uh, with the Timmy Gibson Show. Woo woo. I have two beautiful young ladies in my studio today to talk about a bunch of fun shit. Uh, so let's let's just introduce ourselves first and we'll start with Chelsea. What's up? Hi, I'm Chelsea. I'm 25. Um, I'm a little <laughs> nervous, but hopefully once I get this wine flowing, it will just Go oh, come out of me. Flow out. We should out. pass a joint around. That would help. Yes, us. that's a great idea. Honestly, <laughs> it all. Less, it will please. all come out of Chelsea then. Yeah. <laughs> so Chelsea, and then who? Who's over here? I am Sammy Dukovic. I'm a Kansas City native, dog mom mostly, sometimes esthetician. Um, yeah. Awesome. And you have a badass little place down in the West Bottoms. I do. I yeah, do. I love that area down there. It is such a hidden gem, it um, but it still has maintained like a lot of its historical kind of like appeal. Yeah. Like I feel like West Bottoms is just like this forgotten about little area mm. where there's like so much like history, but it's. I saw I Michael know. Jackson at the Kemper Arena. Really? I wow, saw him in concert. Crazy. Yeah. A lot of people don't even know what the Kemper Arena is. Yeah. I did not know what yeah. it was, but I didn't grow up. Yeah, that here, was so. the that was yeah. the previous Sprint Center. Yeah, so like, to speak. like all the concerts. I saw wow, Bon Jovi really? there. Wow, uh, Cinderella. They used to have the Stampede or whatever. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. the big American Royal. The, the American Marvel. Royal used to be there. Yeah. Is it? Is it still there? Um, they just haven't had it since I've lived down there, so I don't Makes know. Sense. I think that they're gonna have it, but it'll probably be post COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It still cool. happens down there. I think. Yeah, that's fun. So yeah, yeah one of the things that that I I. Uh, get hackled or heckled for is that you're like you always have guys on the show you never yeah. have girls on we want to hear from women you know what do they think Woo. about dating and guys and, <laughs> and sex and all that stuff <laughs> so um so i was super excited when we were when we were chatting <laughs> um i had met, met chelsea chelsea a year or so ago yeah and then that. met you as a result and you've yeah. become best or best friends fast we're, friends uh, we're besties we're best friends and i really love it i mean i had one of my buddies over and i said yeah i said sammy and chelsea are coming over and he was like when you guys left he was like they're fucking cool as shit i go i know i know i know so yeah one of the things that that i wanted to have a conversation about is the whole dating thing you know what what guys think and what girls think it's it's such a uh I mean, guys and girls are so different, right? It's like that book, men are from Mars, women are from are Venus they? or whatever. And it seems like they are. I mean, not, no. not every 
I think generally, right? Generally. I don't know. But I mean, maybe I'm just too what's selfish your... in a relationship that I don't ever think about what men look for when they're dating. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, they should be lucky to be dating me. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. Like, I really hope so, some of my exes are listening. That'd be great. That would. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, what do you, let's, let's start with Sammy. Sammy, what do you look for in a, in a perspective possible partner like what are you looking for when you meet someone what's like a turn on or a turn off or so usually i'm never really looking and then if i am even possibly contemplating about like what would be a good trait or a bad trait in a guy i typically like psych myself out and like just don't end up like <laughs> ever picking it back up like a hot potato yeah. but when i am like more so in a phase of my life where i am considering dating i possible contender would need to be somebody that's just emotionally intelligent yeah um have lots of tattoos lots of tattoos hair, i want him to say eyes. i want him to say, I, want, I would like them to be older yeah. but i've come to like understand that age doesn't necessarily guarantee maturity mm -mm. no and that's been such a disappointing thing because like when you're when i was younger it was like so much easier to rule out potential candidates and not potential candidates because i was like oh i'll just only look for older guys but now that i'm like older than up. i was then right. and i'm like still looking mm -hmm. at like older men as like my only candidates it's kind of like oh, okay just because they're older now i have to like put on the filters like kids are cool but what's his relationship like with his kids mm -hmm. and yeah. like that's so that's it so turn on just from a superficial level tall dark handsome like tan tattoos Italian. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looks that's Italian. A, yeah. What about for you? What do you, I mean, what do you find? Because everybody's different, right? I mean, what you find attractive, what you find attractive. I, and I assume, are now you guys heterosexual, bisexual? I'm pansexual. Pansexual, which means so funny. whoever. This is what we were just talking about with your cousin about. So whoever, whenever. It doesn't and matter. That, and Chelsea's and said it's always, DTF, whoever, whenever, and it anytime. So gender like, like literally just has nothing just to do with it. It does not matter to me. Right. Like I, Aww. and I for a like really long time thought I was bisexual and I dated a lot of different people. I was like, I went through like a host age <laughs> when I was probably like a little too young for it. And I dated this girl and I was really, really into her. And I was like, oh, she was so good looking. And then she went lie. away and I, for a while. I was like little 18 year old child that just turned 18 really thought she was the one. I was like, this is it. This is my end all be all. And then she went to college and she started transitioning and she came, she was always kind of more masculine and you right. know was definitely the more masculine one in the relationship i think that's probably what attracted chelsea and what i know about chelsea chelsea prefers somebody with that energy big yeah. energy yeah, big yeah, energy yeah, exactly yeah. i'm like that's why i like musicians i'm like i'm always attracted to people who are like putting on a somewhat show. larger <laughs> than life right. and she kind of like she had that attitude a god about complex her. like a and then god she came complex. back and she was transitioning and she like started talking to me and i was like oh this i like i felt I was telling your cousin this like i felt really weird like yeah. but i still liked her him and it was just like a really weird sexual thing that i was going through i did not know how to handle it and i really didn't think i could talk to my parents about it so i went to the good old internet and looked up i'm falling for someone who is transitioning and what like, does this mean what do i do <laughs> like what's up you're I'm like, pansexual be, i'm like there's, there's gotta be a yeah. book for this somewhere there's like gotta be a manual but i mean and i always kind of made sense because i was attracted to men who were a little bit more feminine looking, but I was attracted to women who were a little bit more masculine. I was attracted, and it just like really never phased me what you identify as, and it really never phased me like what your beliefs are because 
I could get down with anyone really. Like, right, sure. Yeah. I, so, so the difference, kind of so people always too. ask, I think this will be good for the listeners. So a lot of people are curious, like what's the difference between bisexual and pansexual? In other words, there's only two, but then it's like, wait, if you had transgender. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I'm also a big believer in science. So <laughs> scientifically speaking, there are really two, only two sexes. Right. Gender is a mental thing. Sure. Um, it's what you identify as. Oh so gosh, you can totally go come out. Quick. You <laughs> know? Yeah. I'm like, but you can totally, and I, um, going open arms with everyone. Sure. And that's why I thought I was bisexual. But then I also had friends that I would talk to are people that, you know, I'd meet on Bumble or a dating site that were gender fluid. And so when I would be dating them, I couldn't say that I was bisexual oh. because they did not identify with the specific gender, gotcha. one of the two sexes. So, I feel like that all sounds like way too complicated. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just I'm like who I like. I just like who I like. People really yeah. know like themselves, so to exactly. expect people to know like what their sexuality is. I mean, I would mm-hmm. just keep it as simple as people just like like what they like. And, exactly. Like, yeah. That can stay, and what like, I like to say, I'm like, well, what do you, well, you ask sure. me? Like, what are you attractive sure. to? And that's kind of how I view it as. Yeah. I just I wouldn't like define myself as. Yeah, yeah, because it does get complicated. Yeah. But also gender and sexuality is a very complicated thing. So Yeah, it is. <laughs> it can be. Like, Why? Yeah. It doesn't have to be. For some people. And like gender-wise, because it's such but a spectrum. I, I feel like the, it's just because like they don't know themselves or they're still figuring that out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that should be a very like a personal journey. Like I don't think that people should expect other people. It's like with tattoos. Like when people want to know like, oh, what do your tattoos mean? Like, excuse me? Like, Absolutely these are nothing. my tattoos. Yeah. Like, you can appreciate <laughs> the art, but you don't have to, like, it's not my obligation to explain right. um, why I have a butterfly on my neck. Right. Or, like, right. you know, right. like, and I feel like I feel that same way with sexuality. Like, I don't, like, that can be what somebody likes. Mm-hmm. I don't, they don't owe me the explanation. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, though, I identify as bisexual, but, like, in terms of, partners like i've had women that have wanted to be more serious and like for me i just don't see women as that forever partner oh cool so like i've always liked women I've, more. I've been with way more women <laughs> than men from like a trust and like fluidity perspective but then yeah. when it comes to like mating and procreating and that desire for like a family a family or, yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah a legacy like it's like sure. i'm like i can only yeah. I only consider men for that. So, yeah, yeah. that's cool. So, yeah. so you were talking about emotional intelligence, which yes. that's an important thing. Yes. And I think both of you said that what, you know, someone that, that is, you know, mature and, or whole, I think one of the things that, you know, cause I work as a life coach and I've had, um, and a date coach and it's wild how many women tell me that, that so many men are, they would say immature. I agree. And, and, uh, <laughs> that that's been a frustrating part of trying to have a relationship with someone when they are, they haven't, not that you have to find yourself completely, but they're, they're just not no. a whole complete person. It's like the emotional intelligence is like a muscle. Mm-hmm. If you don't develop yourself and that muscle, then it never grows. And then how, and if it never grows, it just never grows. And that like, as you can, as diverse and as expansive of a person as you can be, if your emotional intelligence, if you're not doing the work, mm-hmm. there's no shortcut yeah. for doing the work. Like it will show itself in your relationship yeah. at some point. And I think the true test is how you decide to 
take that kind of like obstacle when it comes up and if the person or if it's you how you decide to like overcome it that like yeah. speaks volumes about mm -hmm. whether or not you're ready to be a complete partner or like not yeah it's like some yeah. people too much ego they will like fight you and then it's just like no one's ever gonna win no one's yeah. ever gonna win and there really it's shouldn't a be a winner journey. in a relationship it's like a touch and there shouldn't mm -hmm. be like that like ego sure. and like those sort of things like have no place in a relationship and mm -hmm. if well something you said earlier is like I'm my own person, you're your own person, and we're complete people. You, I don't need you to complete me. Yeah. But when I'm with you, I feel a lot better about being myself. Like I feel really my, like I feel completed in the sense of not, the that, not is, that you weren't like, whole, but is, it's like this is just a. Yeah. Cause when like, I think of like my part, I think of like home. I think. This is oh, my, that's my safe, oh. that is my safe place is <laughs> at home with my, cancers. yeah, like with my partner, with my animals, that is my safe space. Yeah. And that's like all I really look <laughs> for really. Yeah. And like a long-term, like when I like, I'm, I'm in like an uncomfortable situation or like, I know I'm just like ready to like relax. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go home. I can't wait to go home. Mostly because- But Chelsea took her bra off before the podcast. She I'm like, did. I like to be, herself out. I like to be comfortable. <laughs> I am gummit. comfortability like, like to a T. Yeah. Like that's, if I could be braless, barefoot, uh, at in least 90. In the kitchen, she's ready. 95% yeah. of the time. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like. There is something about home. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that women are too afraid to say these days is that they're totally cool with not working and being barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. I feel like there's mm -hmm. like. Yeah, like there's some kind of stigma. Yeah, like, like oh, like, raise my kids. Fall so hard for her, yeah. right? Like, how, how, like, how dare you take us backwards? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I don't know about y'all, but like, this is what I want. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind well, of I think it's the same thing when, when you know, the society tries to, to you know, make men more like women. Yeah. And again, it's like, no, if you're a man that's feminine, fine, but mm -hmm. not you don't need to become feminine or become or masculine. Yeah, don't you don't just fucking be you. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I grew up so. I, I was in intense counseling after my divorce and I went for about 12 months just to really dig into my own self and to learn and to grow and develop. And I went to a breath worker and I, I was Kudos doing breath you. work. Oh, it was unbelievable. I went with Dr. Laura Wolf out in Lawrence, life changing, mm -hmm. but I was really, you know, just digging into who I was and, who, you know, who I was meant to be. And I, so people always ask me, why, why do you think you get so many tattoos? You know what? And I'm like, I like them. I, I don't know. Them. I just, I think they're fucking cool. Like, that's I don't, it. That, that's it, right? That's all it. it should have to be is the fact that you like I them. do. I love them. I've always loved art. I used to draw myself as a kid, all that. Well, Aww. in counseling and especially in breath work, I had a couple sessions where it was like almost, it was weird. It was like revealed to me. I did some breath Why work. I have tattoos. Mm -hmm. And it come, come to find out there's one, I, I just like them. I like art, but. I had always felt uh, blonde hair, blue eyes. I was skinny. I was kind. I was sweet. There's nothing exciting about you. Well, there was nothing that was super masculine or rebel looking or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, I, I wanted this vibe, yeah. this rock star vibe. Yeah. So the day I turned 18, you know, you I had did. a really badass mullet. I drove my ninja motorcycle to the tattoo shop Shut and up. I got a fucking tattoo. What was your first tattoo? A Minnie Mouse. Whoa! <laughs> wearing a pink yeah, dress me. on my arm. Like, look, guys. That was the it. first thing I got. You know, and it, what it was, it's wild is now I look at it because I, not that I was feminine, because I don't think I'm feminine, 
but I'm definitely, you know, I take care of my nails. I'm super clean. My apartment Your is house, as clean not as hetero, a, but metro. Right. I'm just yeah. very particular. And that's good. It is. I, I finally, I'm okay with it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Good. Like, right. You know, I wear mascara. I mean, there's certain things about me. It like, I'm not even very, I don't care. Like if you don't like, yeah. fuck you, I don't give a fuck shit. You. What you think exactly. about Exactly. Like yep. your opinion says Does more about you and like uh, the offense is only mm-hmm. yours if you fucking take it right yep. so like it really does help to have some discernment or like let things fall to a deaf ear yeah. most of the time it like, took me going through a divorce to literally aw. come to a place in my life like your rock bottom i know well yes i mean 2019 was like a very low lonely yeah. se- i mean it was yeah it was 2019 rough. was Oh, it was, and then 2020 was, sucked. But thank God, though, for 2020, like that good pause. Yeah, like that good pause. And it was good because for me, it was a real, a real journey of figuring out who's Timmy, like mm-hmm. who, who is Timmy, who is Timmy, and what does Timmy want? What's Timmy interested in? What is Timmy yeah. like? And that's the journey, you know. That's so the journey. Is, what do we find out so far? Oh, that I like a lot of different things. <laughs> I like to have fun. I like yeah. smoking weed. Yes. I like reading, and I Good. love my job. You know, I'm self-employed. I I'm literally living my best life. I'm I'm Good. thrilled. You know, I've had people that have known me through the years. How old are you? Huh? How old are you? If you don't, I'm mind. 51. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I was married 25 years to a precious girl. She's a she's a wonderful woman. Good mom. She's a wonderful Aww. mom. Good. You know, uh, like people always say, oh, do you hate her? I'm like, no, I don't hate her. I love her. She's the mother of my children. Good. We spent 25 year, wonderful years together, and now we're on different journeys. How mm-hmm. long will you would you say that you have like been living Timmy's life? Like probably the last year. Good. I would say, I would say So you're 51 and in the last year of your life, like the most truly living years. my authentic self. That is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it, you know, life like, I think, once you see that light, you don't like walk towards that light. Oh forever. yeah, you don't turn around. Yeah. yeah. There's something about you know, because I'm, I came from a very religious background and, and journeyed a, away from that. And people in, that were still there were, you know, trying to pull me back. And they kept thinking that I was like a prodigal son, like I'll return. I'm like, I'm not fucking coming back. Yeah. Like, this is not like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm backstroking in the ocean and I'm digging it. You're I'm like, good. I'm not coming back. Yes. Like, right? Super hot girlfriend or ladies yeah. or like whatever it may be, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, heaven on earth exists. Totally, completely, yeah, which I'm curious, <laughs> I don't think you've ever really had this conversation. So I'm so curious, you know, what, what has been your spiritual upbringing or background? I mean, raised religious or not, or nope. do you want to go first? Yeah, I was raised. My parents are very scientific. They're both atheists. So I was raised oh. in a very atheist household and I never had spirituality. Um, but my family also is really into nature and I always kind of viewed my mom really not as an atheist. She was definitely more of, um, agnostic, right? Because Which is I, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Appreciated nature so much, and for all practical purposes, worshiped nature so much that she just gave so much thanks to it. And so I took some of that, and I kind of grew into my own thing. And I was like, I really like science. I'm really into biology. There's no way there's going to be a god. There's no way there's gods and goddesses. There's no such thing as magic. What? Blah 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 blah. Not but then even. I started reading more books and watching more. <laughs> honestly, it came like. A, through YouTube. And I was like, this is very fascinating. I love YouTube. And I got really into paganism. 
and I thought paganism was super cool. I didn't really identify with any gods and goddesses, but I really liked the idea of how close they were to nature, how close they were to um, celebrating the seasons and the solstices. I found that really interesting. Through that, I got into pantheism, which I I really don't like to put labels on religion because your beliefs are your beliefs. You do not yeah. have to put a label on it. So you do never – like you don't have to say what you are. You can just say your beliefs. Like that's sure. cool. Right. Um, pantheism is the um, – you believe the universe is God and uh, we are all part of the universe. Um, so really relating back to nature again. Yeah. And also I've been for like the past two years, I've really been getting into Wicca. Oh, cool. Um, which is really cool. Um, I'm still kind of on the fence about it. Cause Chelsea said she doesn't very... like labels, but then she goes and finds a label for everything. <laughs> I just like to do the research on different things. And so <laughs> I can, celebrate all of these different things and not say that I'm a pantheist and say that I'm a pagan or say that I'm a Wiccan. Right. I just have all of these things that I find really fascinating. And I still really find science fascinating too. I mean, I teach science. So I find all that really fascinating, but it all kind of goes together. Yeah. Nature really. So, yeah, right. <laughs> so in the end I'm like, it's nature. <laughs> it's yeah. like what I, what I worship all cool. together. Awesome. Yeah. What about you? Um, raised very Christian. Uh, my dad was Catholic, so I did go to Catholic church. I've never been baptized. My mom was very open in letting me explore, like letting me make that decision for myself. But like in the event that I didn't take on that responsibility to like figure it out for myself, she always taught me about God. So that way I would have somebody to turn to in the moments when I felt most alone. And I really value the way that my mom allowed me to like foster my own spirituality. Yeah. And kind of find your own way. Yeah. That blunt's a little stronger than we thought. So now 25 years into life, my belief, and I'm so glad that wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really, I believe in God and I believe that God created the universe. So I also believe in the universe. Um, but then it all kind of like, for me, everything is everything, whether you call it God, whether you call it the universe or whether it's something that you worship. I believe that ultimately like the teachings about everything being this return to love is 100 like, what highlights like, mm -hmm. yes, like I don't believe in needing to say your religion or needing to like emphasize like this, like belief or whatever, because like ultimately no matter what you believe in, you should be the church. So like how right. you live your life is an example and will be like, will speak for itself before you even have to tell me like, oh, I believe in this. I believe in that. Like, right. yeah. And that resonated for me. So I still yeah. like love Joel Osteen. Like I like listen to his podcast. Oh, I love Joel Osteen too. He's like great. there's something about like the message that they. And he smiles. So yeah, great. So charismatic. Yeah. It's such a great smile. Yeah. So I like. I like that. I like people with messages of love, hope, faith, mm -hmm. and anything just like getting us like not just by, but like ultimately enlightening us. Like people that bring their light to the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, that's, that's, I was raised very, very like fundamental right wing conservative Christian, you know? Oh, yeah. And so the belief system was very small little box that you had to believe this, this, and this, and this, you know? And this is it. And yeah. And of course, the box has been blown away in, in my life. And, and I've just come to understand that I think at the end of end of it all, maybe, that <laughs> we'll, we'll have learned that 
all spirituality, all journeys, all are climbing the mm. same mountain, They're just different expressions. And they we'll really wind are. up at the top and then we'll wind up going, we're all shit. so much more alike we're than all, we thought. I yeah, know. we're all trying to find enlightenment in the end. Yeah. And whatever that may be, whatever you're trying to, whatever path you're taking to find that. I mean, we're all trying to find yeah. something that, you know, we actually relate and connect to. I, yeah. I disagree. Think. I don't think we all are. I think there are a lot of people that are okay with being just as lost as like the next and like yeah. i think taking the path of enlightenment or just to have a belief in something bigger than yourself takes mm -hmm. a really big person and i don't think that everybody's on that path but yeah. like unfortunately unfortunately <laughs> right. my perfect yeah. mind it would be and that's <laughs> a, you know i just started a um a shameless plug i just started a <laughs> community called mercy community and we meet at midtown down at the pilgrim's chapel yeah. And, and it's a non-religious spiritual community like non-denominational well not even non-denominational oh. it's 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 just non-religious at all meaning That's really dope. we oh don't God. we don't associate with any particular religion mm -hmm. and so we usually open up with meditation and then we'll do a teaching and then we do discussion and then we end with uh you know maybe a prayer maybe meditation whatever and it's very cool it's a one hour little deal people from all different backgrounds come when is it that's sunday mornings at 10 a.m yeah no. it's just a one hour deal um, but yeah, I think one of the things that you guys mentioned, uh, I, I think Sammy said it was that love mm -hmm. and, you know, I think, I think scriptures teach that, you know, God is love. We've all heard that God is love, you know? Yeah. And I, and I think it's the, the three major questions I think that people ask and why religion was probably created. Where do we come from? Mm -hmm. Where are we going? Meaning what's after death? And what's the purpose of life? I think those are like the three main questions that plague us all. How would you answer them? So I would say, where do we come from? From love. Where are we going? We're going to return to love. What's the purpose of life? To love and be loved. Yeah, ultimately. Love yeah, I love think, that. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. I I literally, um, it, I taught it the other the other week, and those three questions were questions that I did not. My goal wasn't ask the question and then answer it. I was just asking the questions and that's all I was going to do. And literally, as I wrote them down, that came to my mind. I thought, well, that's wild because I wouldn't ask have thought you that. shall receive. Like, yeah. That. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. yeah. If you're bold enough to ask the question, be brave enough to get the answer. Because at the end of the day, I think we're all here as a light for something. And there is something or someone that we can call on, whoever that is whether it's our higher self or like another religious figure, like, and right. like if you're brave enough to ask the answers, like you're going to get one. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. I mean, even Jesus said, I, I think it was Jesus said, seek and knock and ask. You yeah. Know? In other mm -hmm. words, pursue, I, you know, I yeah, think just that's, don't be dormant. Just right. whatever you do, don't waste this life. Mm -hmm. Like yes. that's insane. Yeah. Keep moving. Keep, yeah. you know, and that's, and shoot. I mean, that's even true in our physical bodies. Right. The yeah, worst thing you can fluid. do is to not move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's unhealthy, you know, and, bed and it sores takes are a thing. So it's yeah. like being in bed, it gets yeah. uncomfortable after a while. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, that's an interesting thought. I never really thought that the conversation would even go this way. But when I think about growing, you know, sentiment, you know, growing yeah. toxic from not moving your physical body, mm -hmm. that everything is can happy. happen. Yeah. And spiritually, like if you're spiritually not 
knocking. You're not seeking. You're not. So if we were wondering what my spirituality belief is, it's just that everything is everything. And honestly, like whether it's tarot, pagan, like Buddhist, like Christianity, anything that you get yourself wrapped up in, you can do just that. You can get yourself wrapped up in it. But it's like so much better just to keep it, keep it simple for you. Like whatever works Mm -hmm. for you. Like find that, protect that, keep that peace, and like. Don't even worry about explaining it. Yeah. But yeah. That's been, that's a neat journey for you girls. I think that's, yeah. that's um, exciting that, I mean, that, you know, you came from an atheist yeah. background. My parents were very religious. My parents both grew up very religious. Oh, I, so they went. My the parents are, very, they're both very liberal, very free thinking, very, but they're both scientists and they came, they went to school for science. And I think that's where they kind of got their non-spirituality from. Yeah. Um, but I do really like science too. And I was raised by scientists. Yeah. So, but I feel like I, my parents went away from their spirituality and the complete opposite <laughs> of like what their family was doing. And yeah. now I almost feel like I'm doing the opposite of what I was taught. Um, so I still like science, yeah. but I'm like, you know what? I thought I don't need to be a Christian. I don't need to be any of that. But <clears throat> what you guys are raised, my mom was raised um, really strict. Christian and went to church every Sunday. I think every Wednesday night too. Yep. She so hated good, it though. Like you guys are yeah. all just trying to do better than mm-hmm. the last group. Like, exactly. Yeah. And I do like, think spirituality like, is important. Trying to do better than your parents. And I can only hope my kids are like even better than I am when they start to find you know their spirituality yeah. and their faith and Hopefully their thinking. We'll have Jane's beliefs like, mixed yeah. in with her parents, mixed in with yours, yeah. and like they'll find that happy medium. Yeah. I can only hope. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I think that that's that's probably a common thing for all of us you know we want to is it uncommon that i still want to like have a, a godfather and a godmother for my child and i still want them to I get my baptized. best friend's yeah. godmother like, in a oh, way, you still like, want that oh that's awesome but you know, I, I do I baptisms could, what's up i could to perform me? one hello yeah. i could baptize you you could baptize me i can i've never been baptized we could do it you I want to get Timmy. Uh-huh. Do you want to baptize? I do want to baptize you. That'd that be great. That sounds so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we do it fully naked. No, for they sure. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I would really? love to do that. Yeah. Noted. Yeah. I have a baptismal that that's at a particular real slide? church. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please, that's I'm the way. <laughs> that would be the dopest. Mm-hmm. baptismal uh, ever for my Go, first climb the ladder line. come yeah, down the yeah, swiggly like, slide yeah. <laughs> for jesus that's yeah. right <laughs> all right guys we're gonna take a quick commercial break but we're gonna come back and talk about sex baby Ooh. sex, sex. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we're back. We're a little bit more lit. So the conversation is probably going to get even better. Yeah. I made a sick margarita. Really good. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about sex. Um, one thing I have to ask, because this will this might surprise you. What is every guy's dream? Two beautiful women on a their three, podcast. Yeah. Well, that. Yes. <laughs> and then on their. <laughs> and then on. Exactly. Yeah. Like this, every guy's dream, right? Is a threesome. <laughs> I've never. I've never had one. What, Timmy? We might just have to make your. Oh. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. How do you show? At this point, we're doing the 
Lord's uh, word. I'll take my receipt. Oh my god, you guys are killing me. This is like literally so fun. Uh, yeah, so I've never had a threesome, mm. but that's most guys' dreams. So that's my next question. So have you guys ever had a threesome? I'm not saying like together, but I mean, have you oh, ever been in I a threesome? Mean, <laughs> we're we're cuddles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, me and Kelsey right. just, I think huh. we value like the importance of having friends that you don't have sexual relationships with. Mm-hmm. And sure. I think because I've messed that up before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think with us, like we've always just kind of like we've had friends like aside from each other that I think that we've had brought into our relationships mm-hmm. or like had sexual relations with but for us we've never been that friend but we do spend the night with each other mm-hmm. we treat our relationship almost like an intimate relationship where we date each other i've seen her naked yeah like, like we like go to dinner yeah. with each other like it's just sure. yeah it's intimate but like mm-hmm. not on a physical level like, oh gotcha outside of that but as far as a threesome yes i've had mm-hmm. a threesome really yeah. Is, it, is it as great as everybody says it is or it depends on if you're dating or if you're not dating My first... i hear it has to be with people you're not dating that you yeah. can be friends with where there's not going to complicate anything yeah where it might be like a hit and run so like this like... would be the perfect scenario no this would, i mean no honestly this that <laughs> this would be the ideal situation yeah. I mean, before you and Chelsea get married or before you and yeah. I get married. Right, right. But like, <laughs> um, I've always have my relationship with the female that I have brought into threesomes has been um, the make or break because it's always been like, I much rather have a secure bond with the female that I'm going to introduce to mm-hmm. a partner, gotcha. a male partner, than vice versa. Because I feel like it's really like you have to make sure that you really trust the woman almost right. like to not mm-hmm. interfere with your family or your relationship right. because then it not to like fall in love yeah with, right. like the woman has yeah. to love you more and value your relationship or your friendship even if it is just like for a friend situation mm-hmm. because i've been a part of threesomes with very successful married people and it's it's been great like that's what made me think that like but there's so much work that goes into creating a happy threesome really yeah. yes yeah. Like what? Well, okay. So what? What are those ingredients? Like what are some things? Everyone that... has to be comfortable. If yeah. anyone is having any second thoughts that say, it's like I don't mushrooms. want to do this. It's like mushrooms. Oh. If you woke up on the wrong side of the bed that yep. day, just don't even do it. Don't even do it. Don't even do it. I have mushrooms. I haven't done them yet because I've been watching all these videos trying to. Do you learn. want to this weekend? Yeah. I have. A you want to real... do it with me? Yeah. Okay. I have some too. Okay. Okay. Right. Let's do it. We'll do it this weekend. Yeah, because we'll, that's my like they say, you know, have a trusted friend. Yeah, someone that someone that you're cool with. Yeah, someone that do you're comfortable with. Do not leave your house unless you absolutely have yeah. to. And if you can be close to nature, do that too. Go on yes. a walk, which oh. my dogs always need walks. So I love, say, I love walking walk. on shrooms. Okay, <laughs> I'd be I'd be down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have to see what that's all about. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely after this section talking about sex, I would love to talk about psychedelics and weed and all yes, that stuff because I've that's been one of the things that has helped me in my journey is weed. I love weed. Yeah. Psychedelics yeah. help me. It just like helps so me not much. be so goddamn anxious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So a couple more things about sex. So that's cool. You you both have done threesomes. Mm-hmm. Um gave us some tips on what makes for a successful threesome. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, it seems it seems like and again condoms and threesomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, condoms. Uh it seems like, and I'm being very general here, that that 
you know, men have a version of sex and women have a version of sex, right? I mean, there's different needs and wants. And what I mean by that is like some guy, like, again, everybody's different. There's always exceptions to the rule. You know, women want to, you know, um, be emotionally no. connected. They sometimes say, but not for all women. And it's like, I want to know you first. Did nope. all this stuff? We where, Everybody has to want the same thing for me. So like, yeah. I totally get that it can be totally different. But for me, ever like we need to want the same thing ultimately i but think like, of it from what a gets porn you standard. off like i'm <laughs> going to be like a little bit more like ex explorative in that yeah. way and i'm but that, i feel like that's a compromise that you're willing to make for a partner whether it's sexual life or like whatever like yeah i'm all about mutual beneficial yeah, yeah. Mutually mutually beneficial. beneficial yeah there we go whenever we dig more into my oh, sex yeah. life like mm -hmm. that's something that I've prioritized in business and in life and in just like everything. Everyone needs, needs to, to finish. Be, yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs to benefit. Yeah. Like, well, it's just, I think that's why like, a lot of I bring a value, they bring a value. Right. And then this is the together. This is the product and it's right. great. Yeah. And it seems like that's why I've found that it's many times younger women like older men, because older men understand taking care of the woman rather than just Sometimes. a young person just jumping on top and and it's over and you know that's not necessarily yeah. true either though. oh real okay no. see that when i think back to sex when i was like a teenager i didn't even consider you're just selfish well, i feel like I didn't, more selfish than it wasn't adult. intentional you know what i mean like it wasn't intentional but you just didn't i didn't know, know. you didn't know what you did i thought know. you just get on and pump as fast as you can and that was like, it this is sex that, yeah this is mm, sex yeah um so no one ever taught me I literally I watch a lot of porn. I watch a lot of porn too. See and I that? Still do. Yeah, I was raised religious, so porn. That's what I couldn't even masturbate. Oh, I mean, I'm, I I'm free from that now. Since before, like I remember one time, my like aunt walking in on me and toothbrush. I, I was like, "How's it go to?" That's interesting. <laughs> I never. I don't thought even that. think I had an electric that toothbrush. That thing does vibrate. Wow, so yeah, what was your first time to masturbate? My first time. Oh, God. Oh, this is sticky because. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is Sorry. <laughs> no, my first time, I used to like get underneath the bathtub, like of streaming water. Yeah. Massage shower head. Yeah. The faucet. And then oh my, my friend God. was like, do the faucet. I was like, no. My blind grandma <laughs> had a shower head. Oh, do so you take the shower? <laughs> this is so like, oh honestly, that's not a bad thing because I've seen like a lot things. of girls say that. I've heard, I mean, it's I heard kind of like me too. a joke. It's like Might the faucet well. head is the first like sexual experience. I'm like, yeah, oh. the faucet head, my pillow, <laughs> the edge of my bed, like, you know, like the, the uh -huh. corner, like your bed's a rectangle. I'm hopping on the corner. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> I thought about some of those things as an adult when I'm just like laying there and I'm like, I have yeah. so many more tools now. Yeah, you know, the, the, <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have been. I wish that masturbation wouldn't have been such a guilt-ridden thing for me because I don't think I cared. Right. Well, that was I'm saying. I, I had that religious teaching that mm. you shouldn't do it, you know, and so it created a lot of guilt and shame in me. A yeah, shame. I mean, I still did it because I was. I was like the greatest feeling in shame, the world. Like, yeah, but shame. I carried the shame yeah. until now. Now I'm like, yeah, sexually that's a lot do whatever to go through, like kid like or somebody that's going through prepubescence and like yeah. it's a lot yeah it, it was like, a lot yeah what is sex and what is shame then yeah like <laughs> how, i'm just curious and hopefully we didn't talk about this before the show um i'll start with myself when did you lose your virginity mm -hmm. i lost my virginity i was 17 oh, 
and I could take you to the spot where I was. It was an adult. February 14th, 1987. I was you in the backseat of a car. Wait, you I, I just, repeat that date yeah. one more time. February 14th, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> You're so cheesy. I know. In ni- 1987, <laughs> I was in the backseat of a Buick. How was uh, it? Huh? Best sex of your life? Uh, no. Up until that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the best, yeah, best sex of my life up until that point. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. Her and I, it was like that. It happened, right? And then after that, you know, we were skipping lunch and we were having sex all the time. You're like, I'm going to marry her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, no, but I, 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 I love, you know. I mean, you know, you're 18. I didn't know what I was doing. You waited that long. I, was I know. Like, oh, I, I mean, I wanted to have sex way before that, but, you know. Oh, it was, my God. I was going to go to hell. I didn't want to go to hell. I mean, uh, I was yeah. already in hell. So yeah. I think like, <laughs> like yeah, at, so least in my, at least in my own head. Yeah. I was 13 and in middle school. What the hell? 13. <laughs> wow. Boyfriend with, or girls way before I ever had sex. With oh boys. yeah. No, I had pretend sex with my fr- girls. that were friends, like oh. family friends. Yeah. I hope they never listened to this. <laughs> yeah, like, like sleepovers with your girlfriend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How about you? When when Same. was the when did you? I was fourteen when I had sex with my first boyfriend. Okay. How was it? Was it the best sex ever? No. Up until that we point? were in a movie theater. Oh my gosh! It was like what during a movie? Like, he didn't God, pop my cherries. He did not pop my cherry. So I have Dude. another first time story in my head for that. But yeah, I did it in my parents' backyard. Sorry, mom and dad. Yeah. And then okay, and, and then we went back house. to school. Sorry, mom. And then like I was like, oh, yeah. I was in eighth grade, and I remember the whole eighth grade school finding out. And then my, I had a teacher who like really cared about me, and she called home. That makes sense because I got held back. I was like, it was in eighth grade, and I was like, I was in eighth grade, so young. But I had a teacher who called home and had a mom come to the school, and then my mom took me. Like when she found out that this was the rumor that was going around, she confronted me about it. Um, made me sleep on her bedroom floor after finding out I lost my virginity like next Aww. to her bed for so long and then took me to my first gynecologist who ended up being a guy oh so, my god that's probably so traumatizing um but girl. honestly like I still have a guy gynecologist to this day huh. and I don't I love my guy now she's so nice <laughs> I'm really hoping I can take Dr. Rorio with me when I have a baby and just like bring him in. <laughs> right like, right Trust you, Dr. Rodeo, birth this baby. <laughs> You've been with me long enough. <laughs> like, bring the drugs just in case. Yeah. So I was 14, movie theater. Okay. And he still follows me on Instagram. Oh, he does. Oh, okay. no so way. there's a lot of like love and support still. And I'm, oh. I'm just like, that's awesome. Go boy. So, okay. <laughs> Thinking in, in what makes sex great, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what does that what does that look like for you? Like what does baby making great sex look like? Oh. We're procreating. Uh, <laughs> like we um, are making a baby. Like <laughs> that for me is like what does it? Like the whole like that sexual part of it. Aside from that, the dominance kind of thing. Like I yeah. kind of like being submissive because I'm a really dominant person that in the I bedroom. Like, yeah. I'm like somebody tell me what to do. What am I doing in here? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, cool. I, okay. I like BDSM. I like. Chelsea's like, oh, no. I like being degraded. I'm like really into degradation. I'm really into BDSM. R. Kelly. Yes. Like, I, oh, really? that's okay. what like is like, I'm like, woo, this is so much. Like, I like to do, like, oh, I like to experiment girl. is what I like to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, I like, like, I have a lot of toys at home. Yeah. And 
I just like I always want something new and exciting. And so I'm like, sex is easy enough to make new and exciting. So Yeah. That's that's fascinating. You know, I, I realize that everybody has like that there's certain things that they like or don't like or whatever, you know. Well also for me it's kissing. Care. Oh God, yeah. Good. For me kisses. it's kind of like oh. I love things, I but I'm like, I like cuddling. Like I have a very mm-hmm. pretty woman about that where I'm like, it's a rule. I don't kiss if Oh really? Like you'll have sex without kissing? Um, I don't I can have sex without I prefer to have <laughs> like, like if this hug? is a hookup, I prefer to have sex without kissing just because mm-hmm. there's another level of intimacy when it comes to kissing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm pretty hard to fuck mm-hmm. or to get the chance to fuck oh, anyway. Totally because uh-huh. I feel like like, a quick peck on the like lips before like someone goes somewhere. But when you're like so, a, like a but when you're like balls just, deep in the hot and heavy and all of a sudden you're like you're making out then it's just like okay i want to have your babies now so like now you better not be talking to girls <laughs> yes. or, like, oh gotcha yeah. yeah like for me like maybe that's not normal but like <laughs> for me i get to this like there's a different level you of just, like, like intimacy you, yeah, yeah if we're making out then this is a, this isn't just yeah. a hookup mm-hmm. okay pretty much now our hooks up hookups uh are, I'm sure you've between. had yeah far and few between. <laughs> so do you? I mean, you don't go to I bars mean, very often where you then just go home with someone. I've been I through that. Always don't go. do it anymore. I don't yeah. do it anymore. Mm-mm. Ever yeah. since, so like getting at my first dog like changed my life, in the fact that it made me so much more responsible and like I really got. I always got to go home. I got to go home to my kids. Sure. Like I don't really ever. Yeah. And there was like a year or two that. That was definitely like that. But like when I lived at home with my mom, well, then I'm like, I'm not coming home until the next day. So I'll right. go anywhere. Right. But ever since I got my own place, I'm like, I love being home. I'm going back to my lair, <laughs> like yeah. my den, my like, little, <laughs> my little quarter of the world. The oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's something about home, right? There's yeah. Something like about, I yeah. always want to get home. Yeah. Same. And you have two dogs. So what, what kinds? What They're kind black of? labs, um, Bear and Theo. They, uh, I adopted one from Wayside Waves and then one yeah. from Unleashed. Dog don't shop, but yeah. <laughs> my dogs have been the greatest addition to my life. And I am so thankful that my mom emphasized the importance and responsibility that having a dog is because it really is something that if you're going to do, it's a lifelong commitment mm-hmm. and a, such a responsibility so much so that you have to go home to them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Know. I've met your dogs are awesome. I mean, they they're, are they're they're bigger children. than you. They are. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty big. You, they took you for a walk is what no. I, is what I kind of okay. witnessed. Yeah. They're good boys though. They're and they know. Dogs. They totally take advantage of me when they know I'm impaired. So if they can sense that I've been drinking or if I've been out, let's go for they, a drive. They're like, all right, we're drunk. Well, maybe it was because I was there. And, yeah. Oh. They're like, oh. And they, if they knew. If, Who's this dude? Yeah. They're like, we're going to show out. Like, you know, like how kids, like sometimes your parents might have told you that like, Oh, they're just showing up for company. Yeah. And you might like back oh talk God, your mom so in front true. of your in front of her friend because you're like, surely she won't hit me in front of her friend. Right, and right. Like I was so I'm wrong. Like, my dogs are kind of like that too. Like my I, my dogs have personalities of children. Like yes. where they they feel dogs like so have personalities. Like they're two emotions. years old. Yes. Like, they yeah. feel like they're, they're two toddlers. Years old. They feel like they're oh, they're so playful. And when we took them to the yeah. Where did we go? The little dog park. How do we go from apartment? sex to dogs? But I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about sex dogs. with dogs. Here we go. No, I, I think that I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Um, that I think having a, I grew up with dogs. I mean, I never, mm-hmm. I never you know, was out until now. I mean, this, 
This is the first time in my life, honestly, this is what's weird. We're just you. I'm not, it's just me. I I went out of my parents' house into a dorm room with a roommate to a roommate in college to another roommate when I was single to then rooming with my wife 25 years later for the first time in my life. And are your kids mostly adults now? Oh, my kids. Yeah, the kids are adults. So, yeah. So I'm literally going, oh, wow, this is the first time to be with Mm -hmm. me. You get to discover. Yes. Timmy. Who am I when no one's in the room? Yeah. And that's amazing. It is amazing. It's, it's like, uh, I love fun. it. I mean, it is fun. It's a never ending journey. Like yeah. you'll be on that journey until you're no longer on that yeah. journey. Yeah. 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 I plan on living a long time. Just so you know. Yeah. And I got bad news. That's... Good news is I'm not dead yet. <laughs> bad news is I'm not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So what about, what about you? What, what determines something as, you know, she said, we're making babies. What about you? What's good sex to oh. you? I already said I was like really kinky. Oh, that's right. That's right. Fun. Yeah, that's right. And I just like so exploratory. Yeah, very exploratory. And that's why oh, I do God. like threesomes. And that's why I like different people. I like dirty don't. talk. I love oh, dirty you? talk. And that's where like degrading whole... kind of dirty talk or that like is... you're my baby. Come over here. It, it was the porn I watched when yeah, I was little. Like, oh. Yeah. My goddamn Whoa, porn. Like really just goddamn porn. Some good dirty talk will have like, me oh, thinking we're in love and we're getting married and we're going to be together yeah. forever. Really? And I'm having your fucking baby. Like, going, damn all I have an IUD. <laughs> and all of a sudden <laughs> I'm just like. I'm fixed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Call so, me a little slut again. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. <laughs> Too much porn. Yeah. I know. I feel oh like God, people porn. are like, like porn. Fuck Facebook. I, fuck Jeff Bezos. Like, why are more people what? concerned about fucking Pornhub? Porn <laughs> uh, I hate Pornhub. I hate it. Oh, really? Trash. Which one do you like? Um, butt tube. I'm just kidding. Tube. But I tube. really like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really like XNXX because you can get full videos. Um, I also really, I want home videos. Honestly, I want some real love making videos. No, yeah. I want like I want I long, want... but I love homemade things too because I'm like that Amateur. girl's a normal little girl, not little not girl. little girl, but like Chelsea. a normal girl like me. Right, 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 right. I get what you mean. and that's I'm like this is beautiful. I'm like that. Chelsea what I... doesn't look at BBW. That's what she. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> like, she but also, little, she wants, she I, teen section. I'm of, like, thank yeah. God for OnlyFans because that's where I'm like, I like see, like, I can specifically find people that I like, and it's the same thing by them over and over again. Like, I love Owen Gray. Gray. He's my favorite porn star, and he has a Whoa, fans. you know your dudes? Oh, oh yeah. You actually know my name. <laughs> wow. I remember girls. Alina Lopez. Jenna She's Jameson. Jenna that Jameson goes way back there for me. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> she was Love just. Her. Oh. You know, it's funny. So, yeah. Me I'm, and I'm, this my is a great girl. topic. I've never, ever talked about this on my podcast. So, what? so you're talking about the, the kind of porn you like. I'm curious. I want to share what all the kind of porn we like. I'm do you want to look at my recent pie? So, what kind of porn do you like? Cream pie. Cream pie is mine. What's cream pie? Cream pie is that we're not pulling out. We're not using a condom. And you might. You yeah. will get this seat. But like I have an IUD, so like it really kind of like it's kind of hard yeah. to actually like get the get my full nut these days. Yeah. Interesting. Because <laughs> I'm like yeah. I'm like, there's not point zero one percent chance, but like honestly, like I Yeah. I don't want that to happen either. Well, like, yeah, you don't want yeah. <laughs> like that sounds dangerous. Like Yeah. But yeah, so that's okay. Yeah, green is mine. I'm like in, in different spots. <laughs> I like so I like just sweet, 
um, girl uh, masturbating with no toys, just sensual by herself. That's so lazy. Like, why do you want to watch her? Like, if a dude wants to watch her uh, masturbate, I'm like, what are you here for? Yeah. Like, what there's, are you here for? There's something about that. Now, and so then, then do you subscribe to any OnlyFans accounts? I don't. Oh my God. I don't. <laughs> so I you don't. just watch the videos that are on Pornhub that they're not profiting off of then? Oh, okay, or XXNX, I like that too. Yeah. Because yeah. it means and I only do porn when I'm masturbating. So it's like okay. if I'm gonna masturbate, yeah. I'll do porn. Nope. And then like I don't <laughs> like ever, I don't, I don't ever look at dinner, and then I only have yeah, dinner. I don't like ever I'm look at porn for no reason. Like I don't just look at porn to look at porn. Oh. Sometimes it's, I'm not it's gonna only lie. when I'm gonna masturbate. I do. I've tried. My phone makes it so easy. Like sometimes, like, I'm like do you have a porn addiction? Up. No, not really. Right. Maybe. You're looking up like photogenic. I really blame fucking Tumblr for it though. Because that's where I saw my first like oh, porn porn. I was like, boobies. You're gonna play the blame game. I was like, Tumblr, you really you got you got me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the- but also I was always really into Playboy. Like I watched that show Girls Next Door. Yeah. Me too with Kendra. And I loved and them. Holly. And I knew they I like I was like, what are Playboy bunnies? And I really like it. I was like I Playboy so bunnies. <laughs> I think I still wanna be a Playboy bunny. That might be a still yes. a childhood dream. I would love it. there's this girl that's like a new Playboy bunny and she's so beautiful. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm obsessed with her. But like I've always wanted. I was. Like, I've never minded the idea of mm-hmm. having one rich husband with like multiple wives, like a couple, and we're all. Oh yeah, it's fine. Like yeah. I'm cool. Like sister yeah. wives, like men, not the. That'd be, that'd be every man's dream. Sister I mean, wives, you know, not the religious aspect. Well, yeah, I mean, you go back. You go back. Yeah, you look wives, at the. Re- but maybe we go to yoga instead of the daily cold. Right. Like, I don't. I mean, yeah, that. you look at religious stuff, and people. Maybe we can just go to yoga. And, like we talk can about, just you know, well, the biblical way of marriage. Sneak out at night to see our real boyfriends. Like, right. Boy. Yeah, I mean, gosh, in the Old Testament, like, you had Solomon do. had seven hundred wives. Oh, nice. Jesus. Sounds delicious. Sounds hard. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> How hard Solomon. was one? Like, yeah. Was that? Would you? Those women are not getting their fix. <laughs> yeah, having multiple. Oh my lord. At the yeah. Time. Speaking <laughs> of open, so that's another topic that 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 I've heard people, uh, or that people have talked to me about about. Uh, a thruple or talked about um, being in a, in a open, open relationship or an open marriage, or sometimes they call it polyamorous, you know, um, doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. Okay. I was going to say, I, I've never experienced Someone, that. No matter what is always going to get hurt. No matter how much communication, no matter how much somebody always likes somebody else other than the other person. And then there's always going to be that person that's getting hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. somebody's always going to get let down. Yep. Like at some moment, at some time, because it's just it's so, all it's already hard enough to combine two lives. Right. You, you know, throw a third in there, like, it complicates and it. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's just something that is already so taboo and that there isn't like the same thing with like being a parent. There's no fucking mm-hmm. rule book on here you go, follow this, and it's gonna go great. <laughs> like yeah. you have to kind of fucking live that shit. And then it's like really like is it really worth it? Because I two people can barely figure out getting two people together. Right. Yep. Forever. So right. like this whole like adding someone else just adds yeah. more stress. Yeah. 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 I think it does complicate it. I know that. But occasionally I'm, would be fun. Sure. Yeah. Like a little. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um. So do you ever plan on getting married ever in your life? You think? Like, <laughs> could you give up your freedom absolutely. to do it? Yeah? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, would I give up my freedom? Absolutely not. Yeah. No, so it'd have to no. be some kind of an open fluid. Yeah. My neck tattoo says love her, but leave her wild. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter like what that wild looks like for me, whether that's having 
beneficial relationships with men in my life or mm -hmm. having like all the time in the world for my family like there would need to be that sort of like freedom so like i would never give up my freedom for marriage but would i compromise absolutely sure yeah. that's very cool um i don't really plan i like the idea of marriage but i also don't want um per se the government involved in marriage and sure. i really don't need a license to tell me that i'm married right so I mean, I do. Like, I do. Instagram my, says I do. I'm like my like. end. My end dream <laughs> is to, and this was what I looked for in a partner who, who I'm with right now, is I want to live off grid. I don't want anyone really involved in my life or my kids' life other than they or their extracurricular activities. Sure. Um. So you could I, like live in a trailer out in the woods, kind of. I probably could. Yeah. I can, I can see that in you. Yeah, yes, I because I. As long as I have, you know, and I know it's going to be I my kids. I want to know kids. what kind of mom you see me as. Like, <laughs> I don't say, oh my God, I feel like I already can know, but, <laughs> but I, I want to be with that one person and I know I'm going to want to be with my kids all the time. And that's all I really need. I can come visit my family every now and again, but all I really want is to just spend time and I don't even need to be married to them. Right. It's that one singular person that I know that I'm never going to get bored with. Right. So you I just think. want a forever life partner and not necessarily forever life the partner. And then I want the marriage. I'm like, we're getting the government involved. Like, I, just, <laughs> I need pictures. I, need or I want tax benefits. We got to get this shit tax done. Benefit. But yeah, I'm like, I want that alimony. Like if you think that you're. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Like, like what? What? But I also I also want a prenup, and she's like, I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, so yeah, I could be I could be good with never getting married, and I you know have oh, family, but people that I partner. know have never been. I would married. much rather be at yeah. peace mm -hmm. than anything. But the thing is, I'm like I've always wanted to change my last name because well, my mom did that, and her mom did that, and that's like the dream is to go change your last name. What? Like who says I can't just start going I by their never, last name? Right, I've just never do it. Yeah. I've never had that. I have my mom's last name. So I my mom never mm -hmm. even took on anybody's like last name. Like I took like, on a hyphenated first. Right. I didn't even get a choice. So mm -hmm. I've always valued my last name. I think I want to have a son to carry on this last name. Yes, that's a thing. Hyphenate yeah. it. I will. I'm like yeah, if you're Latina, of course you're gonna hyphenate <laughs> your His name. name is gonna be eight names deep. Like right? Will, I have my little cousin Willow, her name is Willow Penelope Evie Michael. That's beautiful I'm, I'm like that's okay like, like, I, could, I could totally give my kid however many names i want that's yeah. exactly yeah my son's name is uh, uh bandon josiah timothy gibson i Aww. love the name josiah i had to put my name in there for whatever reason four names sounds like the right amount like whoever right. stopped at three was just like not lazy. royal right yeah. <laughs> yeah and the people that don't even have a middle name i'm just like your parents were so lazy yeah like, absolutely <laughs> yeah where's your like, fucking middle name yeah like they were just like keep it simple they're like we're the ones that have to write these documents and put their names in it for 18 True. years like yeah. joe it is <laughs> that's my dad's name oh no <laughs> well it makes sense yeah. very simple yeah, very 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 so this is this is actually throwing this into reverse but it just came to my mind while while you guys were chit-chatting and giggling i was thinking so for each of you, what would you say has been the most challenging um, or difficult part of your life up until this point? Wow. You go first. <laughs> um, where do I begin? You know? <laughs> yeah, like whether it was a loss or, you know, even if it was like a, um, you lost a dog or you lost a, a spouse or a partner. 
obstacle in life so far was probably um like a, a specific event like a specific situation yeah you don't have to be super specific but you know like in general learning to live accepting myself like accepting myself was something that i didn't realize was an issue until i did the work and i'm like oh nothing else and nobody else is the problem mm -hmm. like there's only a problem if i think there's one or if there, like you know like right. at the end of the day like people are people but I'm the one that has to live with me and all my decisions and getting to a point where I accepted myself and my decisions and my highs and my lows was the hardest thing that I've had to do. Yeah. And yeah. That's awesome. And that's a great perspective because it's not so much about what happens to you that matters most. It's how you respond to what yeah. happens to you. And I think sometimes we forget that. I, to break it I mean, that's true. I mean, it, it, it yeah, gosh, Sammy, that was such a profound thought because I think a lot of times we we justify or try to excuse mm -hmm. whatever behavior because of something that happened in our yeah. past. And it's like we've all had shit happen in our past. It's what you do with it. Yeah, like yeah. the accountability factor. Yeah. Like, okay, you can't make some like somebody like your parents or somebody like an ex-boyfriend like that's like, like you can't trait. make them be sorry <laughs> like you can't make there mm -hmm. and like the hard part is is like sometimes people don't always have a reason and you're sometimes you might go your whole life without mm -hmm. ever getting a reason so it's like don't expect an explanation don't expect yeah. there to be like, there isn't always a reason people are so shitty to you there just isn't and like you shouldn't go your whole life trying to figure out how someone can be so shitty to you because the truth is Sometimes people are just fucking shitty. Yeah, they're yeah. Like they're just people. shitty. Right. And it has nothing at all to do with you mm -hmm. and everything to do with them. And the quicker you learn that, the quicker that like you'll learn to be happy with like you and like to move on and have like a level mm -hmm. of discernment with those fucking issues that aren't yeah. even yours. Like yeah. yeah. Wow, that's so that's so good, actually. Yeah. You know, it's that's it's such an a level of emotional uh maturity that's it's cool. It's cool to see that. So different. I'm yeah. like one of those who like want to help the people though. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, that's probably like my toxic trait is like, I want to help everyone as much as I can. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, this it? is bad in you. We can fix we it. We can fix it. Yeah. We can work on that yeah. together. And, right. and and sometimes it doesn't you work. The potential, you know, like yeah, not everybody or, lives up to like, you know, like people are abusing uh, drugs. I'm like, Oh, you know, I'll help and hang out with you, and then I leave and you. I'll be a good again. influence. Um, yeah. You're an angry yeah. person. You have anger issues. We can work through. It. We can talk to you. You can take it out on me if it really helps you. Like uh, yeah. it just Aww, like because you think you can take it. I have really like this like really bad savior complex where I'm like anyone can be saved, and I want to do it. I can do it. If anybody takes on, I can do it exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I'm really like really starting to learn that I really can't. And that's not, not doable. Yeah. And, and I think it shouldn't. I think it took me to become a teacher to face that. Because yeah. I deal with a lot of kids that have, you know, really rough, you know, what you can face. And I'm like, I yeah. can't, I can't control this. This is right. no matter how much I'm like, like I want to take this kid them. home with me because yeah. I know his home life is not good. I can't do it. You can't take yeah. them all in. You can't take um, in all the dogs. You can't like, but you if everybody did even the slightest inkling of what chelsea does and sharing that light and that love with people 
then we would get so much more done because yeah. obviously she can't just loved one take another. them all home. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Like, can't we just love each other? Like, yeah. can we take home all the kids? He's loving yes. happiness, guys. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I, I heard someone say, uh, they were talking about weed. They said, you know, the world would be at peace if we'd all just smoke weed. Like big, some fat people might be really anxious for like day. a bit like right. long, but the second you realize that like those weren't sirens and that was a song, like once you realize that the cops have never come to your door randomly. Like, those are Christmas lights. Those aren't fucking police sirens. Like, chill, bro. Like it's so funny you mentioned that. I don't know what the paranoia thing is, but it that's it's, no, I, it's, if I smoke too much, I can get paranoid. You have to feel safe. Yeah, maybe yeah. feeling safe. Because I don't always. I mean, I've, it's no. like I don't know. 20 percent of the time, or something. That's maybe right. so. You don't want to manifest negative things yeah. at all. Like yeah. I'm driving high. I'm like, I'm gonna get home safe. I'm gonna yeah. do this. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna get home safe. I know. For me, I can get lost in a in a movie or something, and and I just totally, you know, just zone out. But it, it, I don't know what it is. It's it's uh, thankfully I'm aware. You know, I've been smoking yes. weed enough that I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you're feeling paranoid because of this. The, it's, is the weed? It's fine. Go lay it's down. Okay. Yeah. Eat just, something. Yes. Like, put it in a box. Yeah. Yes. Like you learn how to mother yourself, essentially. Yes. Have so, you yeah. done? Have you guys? Neither one of you guys ever tripped on mushrooms, or? I have. I actually, I just had a, the crazy experience because I tripped with my brother, a new potential partner. And his best friend and his girlfriend of my brother. Yeah. Um. And my, it was crazy because we tripped together, and it was the first time that I'd ever seen my brother have a bad trip. And like, it's so scary <laughs> what it brings up. Like tripping with like a lot of people is like just already just kind of crazy. I guess I didn't realize that mm-hmm. because it's like those things that are going on in them manifest for them during the trip. Yeah. And so if everybody's not really living this kosher, copacetic, like life that we all think that we're living, mm-hmm. we're all going on a different journey at a different time in a different space and a different year yep. or, and I had this really big feeling emphasized in the trip that was like, I felt so bad because I couldn't help my brother. Like, I was like, I don't yeah. know how to help That's him. why you'd have, like, a trip but, seater. Like, yeah. Someone that's not there but, that's like, calm down. Yeah, but you're coherent. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But it was, it was actually, it ended up being a beautiful trip. And I'm going to do it again without so many people. But. Yeah. <laughs> actually, that's not a good thing to say when someone's having a bad trip is calm down. Because they cannot comprehend They're like, that. what? They're just like, oh, what do you mean, calm? What do you mean? So usually it's just like, if someone's yeah. having a bad trip, just sit them down, like, dark room just like breathe just breathe no for me eyes, i laid no on my bed crazy. and i looked at a butterfly in this butterfly like, i saw this butterfly and i saw my past present future self and i it really embodied everything and like gave me this like sense of like this is needed to get to the beautiful spaces like yeah. sometimes like the bad you know like you're gonna flutter it off right and it's all gonna be okay Focus and on you're, your and, breathing, then, yeah. and you're gonna you're gonna go somewhere higher, yeah. somewhere better. Yeah, keep wait, it positive. All you don't want to be anything yeah. negative, anything yeah. sad. So, don't watch any news the day of. Like, yeah, don't watch a horror movie. 
Don't pull out a fucking family photo album because all of a sudden your childhood trauma is right there. Oh, and, you're, shit. and you can't even explain the people in the fucking photos because you're just like, I feel like this so is scary. You're telling a very specific yeah, instance. That's here. exactly what happened. I think, oh my gosh. I remember, I couldn't find the names. I like, I'm like, I know who that is, but they're asking me and I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Who I don't even know who they are like anymore because we're all adults now. But like, yeah, um, that's what... <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I have I have yet to do it. I'm going to, mm-hmm. um, and I've yet to do I've it. I've only but... had good okay. trips on shrooms. Like that's awesome. You should in only, LSD. Only what's a, what's a is... dose? What's what is a trip dose? Two and a half grams. grams. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to take a heroic dose? And honestly, no, <laughs> what, no, no. Nobody wants to take a fucking heroic dose. I do. What's that like a? Nobody C- wants to resurrect C- herself, Jesus, see C- Jesus dose. That's what they call it. Yeah, like a, you're supposed to pretty much just pass out and go just all internal. But no, you, wow. people should only do that if and when they're ready. Like go to therapy yeah, at least once. Exactly. Yeah. Like, before doing you that. Can't, How many grams would that be? Four, double dose, triple dose. But and that is when you need to tell someone that's not in that a consignment with you, someone that has a car. A confidant. You need to have a confidant. Possibly a, a take confidant you somewhere. That is going to check up yeah. on you, know what you're on. Because you could like, overheat and your heart rate could increase. And so at that point, it could be a little dangerous. You're not going to die, but it right. could. And especially some of the if stuff. If you have that you're underlying health see, conditions, yeah. you know, like people could die from anything these days. And so mm-hmm. just like you just want to have at least one trusted person. That you are completely 110% honest with, that knows your plans. Like, this is yeah. what I'm doing when I'm doing it, where I'll be. So I love like, like tripping by myself yeah. too. It's like finding a, like having a friend at the end of a festival that you like, you guys can do whatever you want there during the festival. The totem. But this is where you're going to meet up. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're going to reconvene and we're going to make sure we're okay. So I love Have festivals. that person in your yep. life for sure. Like, there's the totem. There's my Have group. you guys ever done ayahuasca? I haven't, but no. I I think I'm ready and I really want to. That's like cool. I want to too. I've been invited to several uh, ayahuasca ceremonies. Ceremonies, mm-hmm. yeah. I just haven't haven't done it yet because I want to trip first. Yeah, see if you're sure. ready. Yeah, see if yeah. you're ready. Make sure that everything that is going on in here is looking copacetic outside of your head. Right. And make sure, and then if it is, like mm-hmm. I I don't think there's anything wrong with getting to know yourself yeah. more. Yeah, I want to meet my ancestors. I always say. Well, that's you know funny. Uh, we I, I think I the breath work feels... talked about the breath work. So yeah. mm-hmm. she said she said it's going to be similar to a psychedelic trip, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's you know produced through breath. And and I went back and saw my uh, biological father, who's now since passed. Aww. He passed when I was twenty two. But you saw him before he passed. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I knew him before he passed. But I went back and saw him um, during breath work. Good. And it was fascinating. Because you thought, like, the, some of the things that you think that you're over and, like, are long gone and that don't affect you anymore, you know, when you're, when you lose control of yourself and whatever, like, person shows up that you might not recognize, yeah. guess what? It's going to be that person that's still responding to those things that you think that you've overcome. Right, right. It's crazy. Wow, that's, it's funny that you guys are as young as you are, you know, compared to me, yeah. right? I'm 51. And to to hear some of the the wisdom and things that Aww, you talk about, it's, yeah, it's cool you. because really? I, I think it shows a level of emotional. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's that thing that we talked about. I think maybe off off mic here about emotional maturity. You know, being able to yeah. be around people that not just are like minded, but in the but there's a, a level of of connection over maturity emotionally. You know, the thing is, I don't even have to be with like minded people. Um, 
As long as I we mean, all agree to disagree. Exactly. Sure. As long as you're mature that's okay. and able to like, handle. And that's okay. Like, like I have right. a lot of friends that I am not a Republican, but I have a lot of friends that are very conservative Republicans. As long as sure. everything's and allowed to exist. Like, as exactly. long as we all understand that your opinions, as long as you honor I'm okay. mine, I'm not going to agree with you. Sure. I'm not going to try to convert you. I'm not going to no. try and, like, sure. bully you. Right. Like, I believe that everything can exist. But also, I do yeah. love political banter and like going back and forth. And, like, and I, yeah, I, so I like debate. I did debate yes. for yes. so long, and like I can respect that, mm-hmm. like mature yeah. conversation where you understand yeah. that, like, where you can emphasize that, like, this is why I believe this. This is mm-hmm. why I believe that. But understanding that you don't, you don't need to convince everybody in the room. No. Is right? Like, yeah, it's amazing, and that's a quality trait that I'm like, as I get older, I'm realizing. It's a very attractive trait because I think we live in a society that so many, too many, are so polarizing and divided. People and, are so brainwashed. And yeah, I mean, it's like it's like they, everybody's living in th- like yeah, not everybody. A like, lot of people are. If living you in voted for Biden, degree. I'm not your friend. Like yeah, what? Or if you didn't, if you voted for Trump, I don't like you. I haven't talked to my baby daddy because he voted for da-da-da-da. like. Yeah, wait, you're gonna let political things divide you that much. You're gonna let them affect your life, like, yeah, your community, your neighborhood. Like, why? You're the one that has to live there, you're the one that has to live in the space that you create. So, why make it any harder than the world's gonna make it? Yeah, like, if anything, like, I'm the world's hard enough, (laughs) like, the world's hard enough, bro. Like, school's gonna do it, yeah, my job's gonna do it. I don't need my community to do it. I don't need my right. friends, my faith, my family, my yoga instructor to like emphasize the divide anymore. Yep. So like, yeah. I only go to spaces and places that keep it together. God, <laughs> that, I, me too. It's like people ask you, oh, did you see this story? Did you see this? I said, I don't watch the news, man. I, hate the news. I don't feed on the news. I fucking do. And I think that I don't feed on it, but I just like, I'm just like, I think it's so funny. But sometimes I yeah. want to know what's going on. I'm like, it's so, right. <laughs> I'm like, I love the daily bloopers. Like, <laughs> well, that I do yes, love. Yes. Those are the best. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, there was like a trade that I got from my parents. We grew up in Southern California and nothing on the local news. I mean, there are some good things, but mostly it was very negative things. So we yeah. watched maybe like my mom would get home, start cooking dinner and watch a little bit of news. It's just background. She, she's like, yeah. she never wanted me, my brothers in there. She's like, because some of the things that they're going to be saying, you don't, is not for, you don't need to see, you don't need blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, there was a person died of heroin on the streets. This is a homeless epidemic of people dying. And like, or in my town, there was a really bad <laughs> um, heroin problem too. And like seeing kids that like went to the high school that I was going to go to in three years. Nine, like, and my mom just didn't want that negativity around me. So I think now as an adult, <laughs> whenever I watch the news, I like hyper fixate on that negative because like my parents like, still watch the news. everything my mom don't yeah. want me to see. Like I come yeah. back, I come home, my parents are still watching like the local news. I'm like, young boy but shot, blah, blah. I'm like, this is I'm, awful. I'm miserable now. I'm like, I don't want to is- know that 13 year old got shot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right. Like, I don't know what, I didn't want to know that gas station got robbed. I didn't want to know there was a car wreck. I'm like, I'm like, this is making me sad. It's bringing me down. I come from that community. So it's like, I almost watch it to make sure that it's nobody that I know. Oh, you grew up in the hood? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And there's been times where like, sometimes we, those are familiar faces. And then it's like, it helps because it's almost like you don't, if you don't have a Facebook or whatever, Mm -hmm. it helps to kind of watch the news. But yeah. yeah. Um, it for me like it's kind of, I can have a level of discernment with the, the news where I can kind of like there's the beneficial factor but then it's like I could totally see how people are spazzing and freaking out mm-hmm. because I'm like I one time 
looked up like the fo- like Fox Sports like articles and I was just like reading all of the crime like section and oh, I'm just like so this is so bad. I call her I'm like how does that how do I leave the house? Like, <laughs> like all this is going yeah. on. And then you have Corona and it's like people are still leaving the house. What the fuck? Like people are yeah. dying. Like <laughs> and then people and then it's like somebody you know gets it and it, it turns out not to be all that bad. And it's just like okay. Okay. Everything's not as scary. Maybe what bleeds just really does lead, and I don't need to absorb that. So I'm creating yeah. batteries. With I just like try yeah. to think, keep things that like on a need to know basis. Yeah, <laughs> like if I know I it's important, know that I need to know it. But like I don't. Everything is just so biased, and that's what makes yeah. me mad. Oh my lord! And so like I, I mean like I, I don't know. I like Facebook. I like social media. But every time I get on there, I'm like, oh, I really don't care. I'm like, I'm like the ads. I'm like, really? I'm like, I don't need to see this other ad. I'm like, oh, someone else is pregnant. I really don't care. Like, oh, someone this got negativity this negativity in my so, life. Yeah, I'm like, like cool. someone, oh, blah, 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 like, especially with all the political stuff too. Yeah. I'm just like, this is just too much. Everyone just hates <sighs> either side. Everyone hates everyone. And it's just so negative. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, can everyone just get along and be happy? <laughs> and like, and it just like hurts because. I don't want to see all that negativity. Yeah. So that's why I don't like news or like I'm on social media, but every time I get on there, I'm like, something's going to make me go, Oh my God, why? <laughs> like, yeah. And then make me get off and be like, this was awful. Have you ever caught yourself just like almost in a trance looking at things yeah. and all of a sudden you just, oh, all of a sudden you like kind of, kind of come man. to yourself. You're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's fucking three that's hours like, after I was yeah, supposed yeah, to no shit. I was fucking, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's when I've like started to create health, more healthy habits, which yes. I mean, it's a give take. Like, you know, sometimes you feel like you're on vacation and you're like, I'm, I can do this. I'm on vacation. Of course. Of course. But like, there are times where I'm like, okay, my daily rule is checking my phone is not the first thing that I check in the morning. Yeah. Like checking my email gives me fucking anxiety to see that I have 99 emails in there right now. But I'm like, you know what? As long as I'm anxious, I'm not going to check it. So I'm going to try and just like work up that muster up that yeah. courage. And at least then when people, when I, whenever I do respond, my business replies take five to seven months. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, but at, least, at least you can expect a wholehearted and a very present response. Like, yeah. It, it does kind of take a ding on people's ego to f- not feel like the most important thing in my life, but, yeah. it's, but you're not. It's definitely, <laughs> but you're not like, hi, you're not. Um, that would be Barathio, Aaron. Well, not to th- <laughs> actually, I was scheduled to do a facial with you a couple times. And you had to cancel on me. Yeah. See, I need to like get back in there. It's in the way of things. We, we, I do, know. we do need to do that again. You're about five, seven months booked out. Yeah. No, just for a You're business. You're like, I'm booking into just 20. Just for a business reply. I'm just, I'm 20, <laughs> like, Because 22. if I see you, I see you. But uh, um, COVID happened. And, no, I'm just kidding. Man, okay. So, but, yeah, yeah, speaking of COVID, yeah. how'd that affect your all's lives at all? I mean, it affected my it's life because I do weddings. Yeah. And, I was and able to events. live um, my perfect life. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I was already kind of used to being like, just in general, my anxiety, the way it's set up is... I already didn't like submerging myself out all the time anymore. You like home? Yeah, I like home. So, like, my home was, like, ready for me to be there all the time. And yeah. so were my dogs. But, um, and then also having, like, a new relationship at the time. Like, it was, like, oh, okay, this could be good or it could be really bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, like, it happened. It affected my business. But it allowed me to take 
to take a step back without reaching a level of burnout that I might not be able to return from. Yeah. Cause I was like getting to that point where I'm just You're like pretty ragged on the ragged edge. I was ragged. I was at a point where, um, my personal life was also taking a toll and like my business life and just trying to keep it all kosher. So that way every, cause I'm real big on balance. Like I need to feel like, even if I don't have a balance right. in my own head, I need to like feel like there's a balance between my work life. And the second that it feels like work's taking over my life, I kind of have this tendency to run like almost yeah. run away like where i'm just like i bless that i don't necessarily like what i need what i do for work needs to be what i love and it needs to be done from a place of love or i can't do it yeah that's kind of the standard that i hold myself to that's good yeah what about good how about it had COVID um, affect you you're a school teacher for very bittersweet because i almost feel cheated out of my first year of teaching yeah. because the only i love teaching kids i love watching kids learn but also like when I was student teaching and doing all of, I were, had a lot of jobs that were for children, um, they become my best friends. And I don't have any student friends this year. And it makes me really sad because, I mean, like those are my people for a while. Right. And I, I know some of my students, but it's no connection that would be sitting next but to them, looking at their computer have, screen yeah. with them, talking to them about their personal things. I only see them for... 30 minutes if they show week. up like, she complains all the time about how kids i know they don't come oh. and honestly let's be honest if i was the a world kid, ending i hated yeah. school the world's ending like I there would are not be there. things right now i hate to say it but like a lot of parents feel that way a lot oh of kids yeah feel that way it's like, so if, stressful just for everyone and i don't even really expect my students i want them there because i want to talk to them and see how they're doing but also if i was like i didn't like school as a kid and if i was a kid right now i'd be <laughs> like hmm not a priority. When is yeah. the next time Even you're going to have priority. a pandemic to use as an excuse? Yeah. So, I mean, like, to be fair, I'm soaking that shit up, too. I'm like, if I want to, don't want to go to something, I'm like, ah, sorry. Yeah, COVID, I'm, I got a call. I'm a little itchy. <laughs> oh, as a, a teacher, call. I'm like, I'm get your butt to class. <laughs> like, actually, yeah. how many people did you say were coming? Yeah. Too many. Over I'm 10. just a little weirded mm -hmm. out. About, like, <laughs> I just got the test the other day. Yeah. I won't know till tomorrow. Oh, yeah. just found out somebody I might know might have COVID, might have had it. I've been exposed. I've been exposed. <laughs> and I didn't go to somewhere that has rapid testing, so it's going to take eight to ten days. Oh, and Thanksgiving just happened. That's right. Who knows when yeah. I'll get these results. <laughs> right. Either like, of you guys had COVID? No, I oh, haven't. I haven't. I, I, have I want to get the I antibody test to see if I've ever had it. I am curious, I too. I feel like I've had it mm -hmm. before it was like a thing. public knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Like, Many I, people have talked about that. I always get sick and around test, winter break. Take. And there was like two years ago, I got really, it was in 2019. I was we house sitting. Get sick when the season like, change. Yeah. I like, I, I just get us. like congested really. Like it's just too dry. It's like uncomfortable. I don't like it. And my body's like now it, like, like so humidity. So I just have to do have a dehumidifier. Um, but like, I always get congested during, I'm like, oh my God, I have no taste or smell. Do I have COVID? Ah, ah, ah. No, like this happens every year. You're just being dramatic. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> this is world ending and yeah. like, you might I have think I'm okay. pandemic. That's right. Contagious. Like, I think <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you might have the new super, super strain or whatever the fuck. And that's what <laughs> <laughs> like, I when it first came UK out. Yet. I mean, I, I, was, I was almost expecting the way the news was treating it. At first, you know, I was watching the news. Like, I expected to like walk out and like be crawling over dead bodies on the way to my car. Like. I was just like, man, everybody's the dying. Media, man. Everybody's dying. If you get this, 
you will get pregnant and you will die. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what it, I mean. Yeah. It's, oh gosh. I, I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, fuck the media. Well, like turns out everybody, nobody knows what they're talking about right now. Actually. No. Cause yeah. nobody even knows what this is. No one's so. right. no one turns out everyone's lying to us. Like, yeah. yeah. Like wear a mask. No, no, don't wear a mask. You don't need a mask. No, wear, wear three masks. Wear it inside oh, my gosh. I don't know. Uh, wear it with this filter. <laughs> um, wear it backwards. That's like, right. It's yeah. like, Oh my God. This one's better than this one. There's a medical grade, non-medical grade. Like, I just <laughs> with the fucking grade that's gonna fucking not help me but, catch yeah. it and, then, and i just like, want you to stop judging me for whatever the fuck weird yeah just stay fucking six feet bro if that's what they say yeah everybody's six feet yeah and then like the times like covid gets worse at 10 o'clock Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> like why do you close that tent? No, the, the one that's That's where it gets fucking scary. I'll tell you what's what I I still I have to admit I do judge and I try so hard don't judge because I don't like to judge. But if I'm driving and I see someone wearing a fucking mask and they're the only ones in the car, we're going to catch COVID from yourself. They're drunk and if they get pulled over, they want their mask on. That's what I assume. I think the most COVID thing. I assume they're drinking driving. Yeah, I'm glad that you assume good. Yeah, yeah. You're sweet. I catch myself driving and I'm like, jackass. I hope that works, babe. Do you wear your mask when you drive in your car? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> not unless I'm so high I forgot I'm wearing it. Like, oh, because it's kind of like a second skin these days. Like, yeah. It is funny because like I went to go tan and I was like getting undressed, getting I'm ready for my lotion. And then I'm like, have my mask still on. I'm like, oh, I forgot it was there today. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, you know, I always want to have my cell phone with me. And then now it's like, <laughs> I get out to go somewhere. I'm like, got my cell phone, got my keys, mask. You know, it's like I, I hate that. And I'm like, well, now I went all the I way to Target, and I was like sitting there in my car, and I was like, I don't have a mask, and I was like, I can't. We went to Pizza Hut, and she's like, Sammy, you have to go in by yourself. And we're on Main, and it's fucking nine fifty. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have a mask. I'm like, it's ruining everything. <laughs> Anxiety, like, fine. I'll go ahead. <laughs> this pizza hut by myself that has fucking bulletproof window shields for I just what, think it's Chelsea? so silly. Yeah. You I'm know like, that's a sketchy area. I know. I and she people like, kiss with masks on. It was What? Yeah, I was at a drive-in. It was fun because it was a drive-in concert. But the people parked next they to us got out of their car. That's so and quarantine. They masks that's so quarantine. I was like... <laughs> Oh, oh this is so This is so 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what in the end of the world I was so glad when 2020 ended. And of course, then just the thing the other yeah. night, I'm like, what the fuck? Hopefully, we're going to get past all the crazy shit going on. Oh, and then you know, the storm out. in the Capitol. 2021 happened. Like, got, what a lame revolution that was. I know. <laughs> that was lame. <laughs> that it's was crazy. Really, very anti But yeah. shout out to Eugene Goodman. Who's that? He is the officer that oh, led yeah. the mob mm -hmm. on um, like a wild goose hunt because they were coming for the congressman. So he actually distracted them and was like leading them upstairs. Essentially, and stuff? essentially yeah. this mob was chasing this black security guard down and he did the most heroic thing like that he could have done by essentially risking his own life to to save the lives of the congressmen and women. Wow, I did not know about yeah. that. So Eugene Goodman is a name, a name for people to know. Yeah, um, I need to look that up. Yeah, there's some good videos on um, Sean King. He's part of the grassroots movement, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, but he posted a lot of the 
videos that you might not necessarily see on mainstream media that kind of give more of a perspective on right those situations um yeah yeah isn't that funny how things can be manip- manipulated and there can be a bias like we were talking about earlier yeah i'm real big um, on people having all of the information yeah. like i don't care if you get all of your news from cnn but as long as you at least like maybe every once in a while check out fox, right. fox. yeah you know right. like just at least be open like when people are closed-minded and oh. only feel like only one only gotta watch fox news only only, wanna only watch fox CNN. resonates with me or only or only know, fox tells the truth yeah all- like making those sort of definite claims is just kind of like okay like okay you only you're only looking out for one answer so you're only going to get one answer yeah. you're being brainwashed by yeah. the media right. and, and, like, and i only believe and that's them. like a confirmation hmm. bias it's like yes. i believe a certain thing so then i watch everything that I continually confirms that yeah yeah like people that struggle to at least like look through another lens ever are scary people yeah it's like have you guys seen social dilemma yes social, so it talks a lot about that that like there's all these algorithms so yeah. that if you if you watched a Fox 4 video or a CNN, whatever, mm-hmm. like then it the, the algorithms yeah. will send you more videos like that. So people fucking need to take accountability for their own shit. Fuck the algorithm. Fuck. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. So that's you, you know, are people, the content you consume. If you're only right. consuming one type of content, obviously duh, the algorithm is yeah. only gonna work one way. Right. So it's your responsibility to not think of yourself so highly as to think you're not the fucking victim here yeah you're not the fucking victim and you are not like if you have the internet if you have a phone it is your fucking responsibility to not just look for the bad look for some of the good you know like really like what it will be what you mm-hmm. make of it so right. if if you feel like it's tearing you down take a fucking break nobody's making you have a cell phone nobody's mm-hmm. making you have an account Instagram on facebook Insta- yeah. yeah nobody like you know like it's okay so like these narco narcoses nar- and like shit like that that like develop from like social media i'm just like in a way i understand it because i too have social media but the times that I've been like most empowered with like having a presence on social media and not are the times where I've practiced like taking a break, like everything in moderation. Yeah. And of course, yeah. both of you probably grew up with social media. I mean, you guys are at the age. Um, I mean, you yeah, kind early of as you much. can remember, you had internet. I had to fight my mom for a Facebook for a phone. And then my first, I think my first social media account was probably like, a Zanga or a Bebo and then a photo bucket mm-hmm. and then a Tumblr. And then I really, really had a fight for a Facebook that I got my first year of high school. Yeah. My parents were really weird on social media. They were not active. So therefore I was not active because I was not allowed to be. Oh. Um, yeah. I mean, it was okay. Cause I didn't really get my first, I had a cell phone, but it was like one of those emergency cell phones to my parents. Cause I did like after school activities and then I finally got like my worst, like first, like I can text my friends and I can go on the internet. Like when I was in high school. Yeah. yeah. So, Same. and then that's when I finally was like, I'm going to make an Instagram account. And like everyone I already knew had like an Instagram for like Instagram account for like a year and had Facebook for three. I'm like, I can interact with you guys on social media now. <laughs> wow. 